Hi, this is Jim Brangenberg, the host of the I Work For Him radio show. Thanks for listening to the I Work For Him podcast, where we discuss our workplace as our mission field. The live version of our show can be heard each weekday afternoon at 3 p.m. Eastern on AM 570 and 910 WTBN, locally in the Tampa Bay area, and worldwide on the web at letstalkfaith.com or iHeartRadio. Our website, iWorkForHim.com, has great resources on how you can learn about how your workplace can be your mission field. And also check out the sponsors that bring you the radio show each and every day. And while you're there on I Work For Him, click on the I Work For Him Nation flag and prayerfully consider joining the I Work For Him Nation. Join thousands around the globe praying for their coworkers and employees by name each and every day. That's IWorkForHim.com. I Work, the number four, Him.com. Remember, your workplace is your mission field, and in that mission field, you may be the only Jesus your coworkers and employees may ever meet. Thanks again for listening. I hope this broadcast will make an impact on your life so that you'll never look at your workplace the same again. Let's get to today's show. You've tuned into the fastest one hour in Christian talk radio. That's right. You've tuned into I Work For Him, and that's what our goal is by the end of this show, that you and me will be believing that. We can say that. Almost put it as our email signature. I Work For Him. Every day on this show. We tackle topics, we talk to guests, we we discuss books, we talk to ministries, just trying to give you and I the resources that we need so that we can dig deep with our faith into the workplace. I, I just got to be honest with the people. We're, we got a battle out there. We're not losing the battle. I've read the book. In the end, we win the battle. But there's some skirmishes along the way that we've lost. And we've lost it because we developed this ridiculous segmentation between our faith and our work. We called it the sacred secular. We called it the, uh, they got all kinds of words for it, but the bottom line is if you're a Christ follower, everything about you is changing. And if everything about you is changing because of the restorative effects of the Holy Spirit living in you, and I just use that big word restorative. It's like what dentists use. Think about that. Restorative dentistry to your heart. But if, if Christ is really restoring you, which he is, then everything about you is changing, and all of a sudden, it should impact everything you do, including your work, each and every day. That's what I Work For Him is all about. We need to recognize that you and I, it doesn't matter what we do. It doesn't matter what our calling is. Our workplace, it's our mission field. And in that mission field, you and I may be the only Jesus our coworkers and employees may ever meet. And Romans 12, 2 reminds us of this. It says, Don't copy the behaviors and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. And it's that's what it is. It's changing the way we think. We gotta stop thinking the old way. We got we gotta reject those ways of the old man and adopt the ways of the new man. Our show today is going to focus on one of our show's sponsors, The Nehemiah Project. You can find out more about them online at nehemiahproject.org, nehemiahproject.org. This is an organization that is dedicated to raising up biblical entrepreneurs. And we've got with us today Glenn Reppel. He's the Nehemiah Project International Area Director for the Orlando area. And you can find him online at beorlando.com, beorlando.com, or it's probably B-E. Biblical Entrepreneurship Orlando, beorlando.com. Glenn Reppel, welcome to I Work For Him. And thank you, Jim. What an encouragement just hearing you speak the kingdom of God into business. That, that, that's awesome. Well, and, and it's my heart and my passion, Glenn. It's not something that I, I don't have a script for that. I just know that for almost, for, well, for 41 years of my life, I segmented my life between work 
and worship. And all of a sudden, about nine years ago, wow, nine years ago, somebody opened up my eyes to the fact that, Jim, this is not something to be segmented. This is something to be, Jesus is changing all of you. Not Amen. just, not just your outside of nine to five. Or Amen. Amen. All right. So, Glenn, as I ask this question for every guest that's on, on the air, and is how is Christ making an impact on your life today? And that may take longer than an hour to answer that, but that's okay. Uh, it, 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 it's much like what you just said in your life. I came to Christ in 1983, uh, and, and the event was, was one where, where I just received God's love. An event happened, and just God's love came in. And then I got discipled in business. Because the church wasn't open, meaning it was open on Wednesday nights and on Sundays. And I was so hungry for the Word of God. It was through business that I was able to go, you know, early morning, at lunch, at dinner, to Bible studies with men's groups, and and just to to grow in the Word. What happened, though, is that religious spirit got involved, and it started going around the mountain, and, and that performance and trying to be good. And it's like you, somewhere about 10 years ago, nine years ago, when I got in, 10 years ago, when I got, got involved in biblical entrepreneurship, the Word of God really became alive and real, started teaching the Word of God. And, and with that, when I recognized my identity in Christ, uh, that I was the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, that I wasn't just a sinner saved by grace, but the impu- he imputed his righteousness in me on the cross. He took all the sin and then imputed his righteousness in me. When I received that gift of righteousness, it really radically changed. And, and that's what a part of the teaching of BE that we do to the business people is, and, and there's nothing greater than this, uh, I'm teaching right now with Patrice here in Winter Haven, and one of the ladies in the class, I just stepped away, she, she says, I get it. I know who I am. And this happened in another class last week where, where uh, another lady, uh, you just see their eye, eyeballs go, they dilate, and they go, I get it. I know who I am. And in and, and, and the uh, a radio segment before, just talk about entering into the rest is that what happens, so many of us as followers of Christ, what we've done is we're saved, we've come out of Egypt, but we're going around that mountain in that wilderness, we never experienced the promised rest. Glenn, as you were sharing right before the show today, as you were talking about, or during the first segment, you were talking about the transformation in your own life, and you were talking about how Really, it's only been nine or ten years in your own life how you started to recognize your workplace as your mission field. Well, when I came to Christ in 83, I, I recognized because I got discipled. But really, in, in people, you know, we've, we've had many people come to Christ, but, but really to enter into that rest, into that promised rest, and see the multiplication, uh, it's just been phenomenal. As In biblical entrepreneurship, I really attribute as the key curriculum to help that, because one of the questions I ask when training uh, students that go through the curriculum, I say, who, where did we get our business knowledge? Who trained us? Well, who was, who's the author of that training? And they start thinking, and say, well, it's from the world. And then I say, well, who is the author of the world's economic system? 
And they go, oh, and I want them to say, that's the devil, that's Satan. So we've been trained, and so now we have a curriculum, and it's much like you said also in the opening uh, about how we've divided the sacred and the secular. When we come to Christ, we're sealed with the blood of Jesus, and we can't divide sacred and secular. We are in Christ, and Christ is in us. The Holy Spirit's living in us. And so, so with that, uh, the curriculum has been very, very helpful to those students where they start recognizing that their business is their ministry. And we use, in the first class, we teach a word called avidah. And one of the things that, that, um, that in the curriculum it talks about, when, when God spoke to Moses and, and, the, and the Israelites were enslaved in Egypt for the 400 years, God said to Moses, go to the Pharaoh and tell him, let my people go so that they can worship. Well, the word worship there in Hebrew is avidah, and it means work is worship, work is service. And so what we've done is we've, we've kind of taken the idea that, hey, we're going to stop and retire. Well, there is no retiring without Avadah. Avadah is our work, is our worship. And, and so, you know, we have looked at financing, uh, retiring from, from financially, but the thing is, Avadah is continuing. We want to bring the kingdom of God here to earth. And the marketplace is alive. The church without walls is alive. Uh, God is using the marketplace. Uh, the harvest is ripe. People are looking for answers. They're seeking peace. They want they want that restored, that redeemed life. They want to enter into that peace that passes all understanding. And the workplace ministers, one of the things, too. Wait, no, let was, me just, you're, you're, <laughs> okay, you take a deep breath. I want you to take a deep breath because there's a lot. I know you want to tell a lot of people you're very, very excited. But I want, I want to kind of give okay. some background to this a little bit because we got, we, that's people really feed off the conversation we have. And I know that you've got a lot inside of you. As you just you just said so much, and the, the word avida, as I went through BE1, I remember seeing that going, and that's where, as I learned really in the last 10 years, that work is worship, That, and that's why at the beginning of the show, normally every show, I call people to join the I Work for Am Nation. Tonight I'm going to do it at the end of the show, And but one of the things we ask people to do if they're going to join the I Work for Him Nation is to commit to being a person of excellence. Recognize them that whatever they do, they can do it all for the glory of the Lord. So that's that's all part of what we're doing. So Glenn, just talk about, you, you mentioned that you were teaching today with Patrice, which is Patrice Saugay, the founder of the Nehemiah Project. And you guys are over in Orlando teaching uh, biblical entrepreneurship for this week, BE1 or BE2. What are you teaching this week? Yeah, it's BE1, and we're actually in Winter Haven. And okay. what we've watched and observed as this curriculum's gone around to, to, to nations, is, is how it begins transforming communities. Because one of the teachings that's in there, too, that is just awesome, is we teach the 12 economic principles found in the parable of the talents, and one of them is, is, is about completing one another versus competing. And, and as a part of that, uh, we find that so many times that we have a scarcity mentality versus an abundant mentality. And, and in business, business people, many times more than the organized church, we, you know, we, we think, sometimes think differently. We have this abundant. And, and what we're watching as we begin to teach uh, completing one another, it starts bringing 
the churches together. It brings the denominations together. We're coming together in Christ. We're doing business. We're doing trade. We're working. see, in the unity of Christ with the body working together, is just a beautiful sight to see. And people do want to work together. So we're finding that happens. We're watching, and particularly here in Winter Haven, there's something that they're they're doing. Uh, uh, we have the heart of Winter Haven here, uh, a ministry that they're trying to bring. We have in Orlando, Vision Orlando, where, where we're seeing the walls and the barriers, racial barriers, denomination barriers. We're seeing political party barriers. We're seeing people coming together, uh, working, worshiping, and, and really glorifying God through work as worship. We're and talking, it's a beautiful sight. We're talking today with Glenn Reppel. He's with the Nehemiah Project. He's the area director for Orlando. And you can find out more about him online at beorlando.com, beorlando.com. And again, it's about the Nehemiah Project. You can find out more about that online as well at nehemiahproject.org. And Nehemiah is one of our show sponsors. And Glenn, as you are, are being a teacher for the Biblical Entrepreneurship Program, talk to me about what you do when you're not teaching what is your what is your career outside of teaching biblical entrepreneurship well i started in the financial services in 1972 and we have a national company now that have, that has three core businesses we have a, a national broker dealer with over 100 advisors we have a national insurance agency and we have a wealth management asset management company however the core part of our business is really uh, the generosity initiative. We have a national plan-giving consulting company working with churches and ministry, helping them uh, with with fundraising uh, and, and really asset type of gifts. And that's all tied, actually, with the biblical entrepreneurship. Because we find we go into a church or with a ministry, and we're able to come in. We've found that the giving goes up anywhere between 20 and 40%. Well, that's a uh, huge number. Because <laughs> of the circumcision of the people's heart to go from a a knowledge to really a heartfelt uh, understanding and understand God's love for them, right. and so it's just really powerful when they recognize their their identity and 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 stewardship. All right, so let's talk to me about how your work in that financial services industry gives you a unique vantage point into the brokenness of this world. How how give me the perspective that you get. Well. It, it, it's really just because what happens with, again, understand that the God of this, the prince of this world, the enemy, and money has such a stronghold on people's lives. And so we'll put faith and trust in money more than we will faith and trust in the finished, complete work of Jesus Christ. And so, and again, we brought nothing to the world. We're going to take nothing with us. And so a part of this is to be able to, you know, I've watched people um, get sick. I've watched them get Alzheimer's. I've watched people uh, actually uh, have heart attacks or have heart disease, in, in my opinion, because of much like the downturns in the markets. I've watched how people that, uh, uh, you know, with a mortgage meltdown, uh, where there's losses there in real estate and other issues, and, and how they're dependency on money. So we're able to enter into those conversations. We're bold about our walk and our faith. Uh, and, and so as situations and family situations come in, uh, we're able to talk to them and, and move them gently along to where the, uh, one situation happens, probably a, a, a client that I had for a number, number, number of years, and it was a, a crusty uh, old man that was kind of angry all these years. And many people said, you need to get rid of him, get rid of him. But what happened in... In, uh, in his last days, he had a brain tumor, 
And the Lord put in my heart on on a Saturday, go over and just pray for him. And ended up praying for him in his home. Uh, I was praying for healing. Uh, well, really what happened, he got healed in his heart. And that's, he really received Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior. That's a and fantastic story. Glenn, when you look at the people attending your classes that you're teaching over there in Winter Haven, by the way, there's some great uh Great barbecue in Winter Haven. Make sure you ask the people where's the best local barbecue. <laughs> so, where when you're, what kinds of people are coming to the BE to be taught? Well, in this class, we have people from startup businesses to third generation. We have two third generation businesses, very successful businesses, and we also we've trained presidents of public companies. So, it's a wide variety. Of, of, of companies and people. We have, we have people that, all, meaning BE, Biblical Entrepreneurship 1 in 16 hours, is really for everybody. That class is for uh, employees, uh, you know, just uh, stay-at-home uh, moms, dads, and, and just for anybody because it's dealing with life issues, business issues, money issues. Uh, then we move into BE2, which gets a little more into the business. But we're seeing a wide range of people. And you're getting both men and women, correct? Yeah, we really like couples to go through it if they can together. So if yeah. there's a couple involved in business, you have them go through together. But you've got young and you've got old, too. Right? I mean, it's, this isn't just a bunch of 50-year-olds in a class. This is people 25 to 65, correct? Right, and we have a youth curriculum for for uh, young people eleven to eighteen that we run uh, generally two times a year in the summer. We have a, a week camp, and then we have a one day uh, young biblical entrepreneur. We bring them in for one day, uh, and they end up writing a business plan uh, in that day around how does your business impact the kingdom of God. We have competition, and they win cash prizes at the end of the day. That's pretty fantastic. And, and we've talked about the, the Young Biblical Entrepreneurship Program on previous shows, but it is one that's really making an impact in the urban environs because you're, you're engaging kids in the urban environment, teaching them that they can get out from under the, the, the oppression that some people face in the urban environments. And the churches that are going partnering alongside with the Nehemiah Project are, are doing that and bringing that biblical entrepreneurship curriculum to those kids. I love it. It's so good. It's so powerful. And to see those kids compete with those uh, business plans is really, really cool. So how, let's just go back. For those people just tuning in right now, how did you find out about the Nehemiah Project? Well, th- that's that's an interesting story. Uh, a man named Art Alley uh, uh, was at a Christian Management uh, Association. Where, when this was in the beginning, when, when Nehemiah was just beginning, and he says, you got to go meet this Patrice Sagay. You need to fly up to uh, Washington, uh, Maryland, and, 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 and see him and meet him. And it ended up Art Alley brought him to Orlando and his board. And, 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 it, and, and if you, Patrice comes from a line of kings out of Cameroon, Africa. And, and the ministry was based in Maryland in the Washington, D.C. area. It was pretty much into the urban uh, area of, of Washington, D.C., and I was really the first white person to go through the curriculum. And when I finished it, I asked Patrice, how can I help you? Well, here's the question I asked you. Patrice, you're half my age spiritually and half my age um, physically. How did you grow so quick in the Word of God? And so as I began 
teaching it. And that's what makes this curriculum so neat is it's a teaching curriculum for those people that really want to go further in their walk with the Lord. And and then, then out of that uh, came uh, really just uh, the ministry, and, and I said, well, I'll bring this into our own organization. We, had, we have offices, 50, 60 offices around the country, and we began using that as our core curriculum for our business, and out of that it just started going and now it's in 26 nations. And by the way, I am also the chairman of the board of Nehemiah Project, which which happened this year, and it's been served on the board for several years now. Wow, congratulations. It's been, that's it's been, a, that's it's awesome. It's been awesome to watch how God, man didn't do this. This is something God has done because uh, it's just exploded, it's accelerated. Uh, we're seeing nations. Uh, being transformed through the Word of God. There's a hunger and thirst. When you, t- when you talk about that hunger and thirst, and, and you look at how uh, your comment to Patrice Saugay, the, the founder of the Nehemiah Project, when you ask him that question, how did you learn so much at half my age and half my spiritual age? What was his answer? Because it's very unusual that somebody could be that full of wisdom at that young of an age. Yeah, and, and what it is, is he he went into the promised land. He never did a whole lot of the religious going around the mountain. And and a part of that, the Word of God just became so alive and active in his life. And, and his answer was he began teaching the Word of God. See, and so many times we were restricted from teaching because that's pretty much in the pulpit. And I know myself now teaching uh, the uh, biblical entrepreneurship for 10 years. I look at where I was 10 years ago, where I'm at now, and it's radically different because the Word of God has really transformed my life. It becomes real. Many times you're reading a scripture, may, you may have some understanding, but you don't have that real revelation knowledge. And then all of a sudden a light bulb goes off. You go, oh, I get it. I get it. Yeah. And, and so with that, also that goes on in the class where you're teaching something, you're transferring through to the students. And you see those light bulbs, I call them the headlights and the eyeballs go off. They go, wow, I get it. And, and there's just nothing like that to see a student say, I get it, I, I, I understand now. And well, they, they go implement in their business. Well, let's talk about the Biblical Entrepreneurship Program. Let, let's What it really looks like and, and who should be... You said a little bit earlier on that BE1, Biblical Entrepreneurship 1, is something that anybody could go through. So talk about why you think that. I mean, anybody that's in business, whether they're running a business, whether they're involved in business, why... How come Biblical Entrepreneurship 1, that class, could really be applied to so many different people? Well, see, because, like, for example, we're, we're, so for one thing is many people don't understand their identity in Christ. And one of the things that I do, that it, and, and this has been in probably in the last uh, six, eight classes that we do, is we know who we are in Christ, uh, and, and what we teach is, is I have the students stand up, actually, because I teach this to my grandchildren. I ask them, who are you? And, and anytime they see me, they say, I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And when we start recognizing that what Jesus did on the cross, he, 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 all sin was imputed to him, and, and God, through Jesus Christ, imputed his righteousness in us. And so we are the in Second Corinthians five twenty one, that he who knew no sin became sin for us, so that we could become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So we can grasp our identity in Christ. We go through um, uh, our wilderness experience, our pit, 
our, our wilderness and, and, and then uh, forgiveness. And, and, and there's so many stories woven in the Word of God that it just starts becoming uh, one of the things I teach on. Well, we have the Saul spirit and the David spirit. And, and this, this just deals with our relationships in our marriages, with our kids, uh, with our neighbors, within our church, within our community. So it's much greater than just business because we're doing business all the time when we buy and sell. So it's me, it's beyond just owning a business or being an executive or even being employed for everybody because it's life-changing. The, the key word that I've heard over the 10 years, and there's a white paper written by Regent University when I first came into the curriculum, and the key word was transformation, that the curriculum was transformational. That continues when the students end the class, they do their evaluations, uh, it's transformational. Glenn, I asked you to share a transformational story. Somebody who you taught maybe even 10 years ago or you met 10 years ago, you probably haven't been teaching all 10 years, people that you've taught that, that, you've, that they saw the work the Lord did and now they share their story with you. Yeah, well, this, this, this is a recent story that I just heard two weeks ago reported back to me. Uh, I was in Ogden, Utah, teaching uh, a millennial church. There's about 80 people in the church. Uh, what I didn't realize until two weeks ago when they reported back uh, the results um, is, is that that particular church, uh, they have like an, an AA program uh, instead of professing that I'm, I'm an alcoholic, but I haven't drank for five years. They, they, every, they have an evening program every night, and they really are professing who they are in Christ. You know, I'm, I'm, uh, the blood of Jesus is, uh, I'm redeemed, I'm healed, I'm the righteousness of God. So they've, they've got people that have come out of a prison, addictions, and so forth. So anyway, I, I, I didn't know the audience totally when, when I was out there teaching, but what happens in the teaching, we break up because the size of the group into small groups. And in this particular group, there is a drug dealer and a realtor. And in the small group, what happened, which I didn't get the support back until, until two weeks ago, and, and the realtor said in the small group, are you still selling drugs? And the drug dealer says, no. He says, well, if you can sell drugs, you can sell real estate. I want to get you licensed to sell real estate. So that's, that happened in the class. Now, here's what happened in the report I got just two weeks ago, is that the drug dealer, now uh, a realtor, uh, he walks into Pastor Matt's office. He says, you remember a year ago that biblical entrepreneurship program that we went to? It radically changed my life. And, and with that, uh, Pastor Matt um, I've not been really good in my giving, and I'd like to catch up with some of the giving uh, that that I should have given. And he hands a check uh, to the pastor, and the check was for forty thousand dollars. And so that was from somebody that wasn't working to somebody that now is employed, and just a transformed life that happened, and the generosity that flows out. Uh, through the workplace. And that's a powerful story. And that's what we're talking about with the Biblical Entrepreneurship Program. We're talking today with Glenn Reppel. He's the area director for the Nehemiah Project over in Orlando. And you can find out more about what's going on in Orlando at beorlando.com, beorlando.com. Nehemiah Project is is participating with the Lord in transforming lives in the workplace through their programs called Biblical Entrepreneurship 1, 2, and 3. Glenn, as you look at... 
the teaching within biblical entrepreneurship, certainly the class number one, what do you think is the most significant thing people walk away from, from, from when they go through BE1? Well, that's a good question because it's there's so many, and we ask them what their takeaway is. And and it does vary because where, where people are at in their walk with the Lord. Uh, but uh, many times uh, I hear their identity in Christ uh, is is I think they're 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 now walking by faith rather than by sight. Uh, we we this that we're living in an unjust world that because we've been made righteous through the blood of Jesus. They can go through that unjust and that work, uh, work is worship. When when they can recognize that the secular, secular and sacred, that it really is one. That that their work is worshipful, and so there's just so many takeaways that we continue to hear. And I think there's an empowerment. Uh, we close our meetings praying over each of the students. Hmm, that's cool. It's a powerful, powerful time. A lot of tears, uh, a lot of prophetic things spoken into their lives, and we've just watched healing. We've watched uh, people walk in and step into their destiny, uh, and just how God continues to use uh, them. And I guess a part of it too, it's it's uh, where we just we we bless them and speak over them that that now they are workplace ministers, that yeah. they're out there uh, called to their business uh, as workplace uh, ministers. Right. That, so you've helped them connect at. the dots. You've helped them connect the dots. That's really cool. We're talking today with Glenn Reppel. He's with the Nehemiah Project. Find him online at nehemiahproject.org. So, Glenn, you teach, do you teach BE2, Biblical Entrepreneurship 2, as well? I, I do. I teach all three courses. Okay, yeah. so when somebody goes through BE2, what is, what's the overall that they're going to get out of BE2? Well, and, and let me just add, add to this. We have 20 teachers in the Orlando area that have been raised up. Wow, so that's in, cool. In, 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 in BE2, there's a little more practical uh, where we get into biblical market. The, one of the first lessons in BE2 that is really neat, because we've been trained by the world, and we deal with biblical economics. In, 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 and we talk about socialism and, 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 uh, and communism versus capitalism, because those are the two world systems. And then we bring in the kingdom economy. And boy, it is just transformation when they go, that light bulb goes up and go, oh, that's what it's all about. And, and, and then we get into biblical management. Uh, we, we get into vision and business ideas. And many times, you know, I asked the question, when was the Internet in, invented? And people would come up with a date and a time and all that kind of stuff. I said, well, it really was invented in the beginning when God created everything. We're just tapping into his wisdom. And there's so many new ideas that were created in the beginning as we tap into him who has all the resources available to us, uh, and he gives us his wisdom. So uh, business ideas, we, uh, we have vision. Uh, we talk about financial statements and, and the biblical basis of that. And just a reminder, too, that this curriculum is not Wall Street with a couple of verses. This is the Word of God That's for sure. wrapped up in business. And so it starts from the biblical basis, and we start understanding uh, uh, that our work is our worship. So, yeah, BE2, we begin writing 
much of what we're doing down because if we get into BE3, we're getting into our business plan and writing the business plan. Well, okay, and that's and that's really where I wanted to head into BE3, but I want to tell people, listen, I went through BE1. Uh, they gave me a copy to be able to go through so I can understand really what we're talking about, and this is extensive. It took me, I mean, I went through, it took me 16 hours on my own to go through the curriculum. I'm fairly well read. I'm fairly well in tune with business stuff, but I will tell you that I loved, it, as Glenn just said, this is not Wall Street with a couple of Bible verses. This is a biblical entrepreneur entrepreneurship program. And it's something that, as he said, BE1, Biblical Entrepreneurship 1, anybody can go through this and get something out of it. BE2 starts to get into practical business concepts. And if you're running a business or, or leading a business or you own a business or you think about owning a business, it's a great place for you to go. Glenn, we've got about 30 seconds till the break, but talk to me about BE3 and the business plan, because this is where it gets exciting. Well, and in, in this is where actually now you're speaking into existence what but with the business idea uh, that God's been, and it's around two things. One, how does your business impact the kingdom of God, and how do your products and services impact the kingdom of God? You may not have that right now, but as, as we go into prayer, a time of prayer and fasting, God begins revealing what it is that you want to do. So all this process from BE1, BE2, and now writing it down in BE3, uh, is really very strategic. But a lot of times, those of us running businesses, we don't know how to bring the gospel to to have it impact everything we do. And that's what the Biblical Entrepreneurship Program from the Nehemiah Project is all about. And they do this really cool thing, Glenn, that you guys, as people have finished their, biz- their business plans during BE3, you guys then have a competition, don't you? Uh, we do. And and what that does is, is the scriptures around, uh, with, without... Without vision, my people perish. And so a part of this is giving vision and speaking the vision into existence. So we're writing the plan down, uh, we're perfecting it, and then speaking it. And what happens within the community, um, uh, it's really neat. It's a community event. We bring the community together, maybe 50 to 100 people. They get to hear these businesses. And this is nothing like they've ever heard before, people speaking about their kingdom business and the impact that they want to have in the community, uh, within the lives of their, their staff and employees, uh, within their, their, their vendors, and, and just how they're going to be giving back. And, and they have their financial statements. Uh, they have their marketing plan. And, and now they're competing. But, but there's a competition but there's not a competition because they're really lifting up each one of these. Then out of the local competitions, we go to national competition. From national, then we go into international competition with the 26 nations come together with our, with our United States winner and these others. And, and in September, we'll be meeting, going through the international competition. And what's the grand uh, prize? What's the grand prize? The person that wins the best business plan. Yeah, um, I'm trying to think. I'm, I want to say it's five hundred dollars in in two fifty for second, and a uh, hundred dollars for first. So it's uh, and, and and it's and it's really uh, and and these are all sides of businesses. Right. That's um, what's cool. Hey, Glenn, we got we got to come. To, we're coming to a close. So I want to ask you one more question, and, and really quick. These classes are flexible. I know you said for the next two days you're teaching BE one. It's sixteen hours, but these classes can all be taken online. Correct. That's correct. Uh-huh. Online or in a webinar uh, type of situation. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
Glenn Reppel, Nehemiah Project in Orlando. Thank you so much for your time today. I'm sorry I have to cut it short. We're running out of time. But thanks so much, Glenn. I will, I'll be in touch with you personally. i got some cool things to talk to you about. And next time you come on, we'll bring some, some of your past students with you, okay? Okay. Okay. God bless All right. you. Thanks a lot, Glenn. All right. As we come to the end of another I Work Ram show, thanks for tuning in today. I hope you heard something today about Nehemiah Project that challenged you to really think deeper. There's a lot of stuff out there, a lot of material out there to help you dig deeper in your faith. And if you're thinking about running a business, you really need to have your faith at the center of what you're doing. You really need to make sure that you are putting the Bible at the forefront of what you're doing. And that's what biblical entrepreneurship does for you. It is super powerful and you will really enjoy it. Hey, take time tonight to join the I Work For Him Nation. Make that commitment to start praying for your coworkers and employees by name tonight. Looking for ways to serve them. Looking for ways to love them. Looking for ways to... Befriend them. Look for ways to pray with them, but all along, looking for ways to be a person of excellence in your position in your workplace. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your host, Jim Brangenberg. I'm a Christ follower, and I own my own business, but ultimately, I work for him.